Hello, I'm Rev David, and I live, work and play on Alderney, one of the Channel Islands. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. Each summer on Alderney, there's a festival known as Alderney Week. There are all sorts of activities and events appealing to a wide variety of ages and interests. And then, on the final evening of the festival, there's a torchlight procession through the town and onto a large plain field which overlooks the sea. Here, there is the most enormous bonfire, and everyone hands their torches over to the island's firemen, who throw them onto the bonfire. And once it dies down, then there's a firework display. I've been to firework displays before, both small and large, but this was something else, and it wasn't just me who thought it. As the display began with an enormous bang and the sky was filled with what seemed to be every colour under the sun, then the crowd, there must have been over a thousand of us, let out a collective gasp of awe and wonder. The whole thing was magnificent. And it got me thinking, when was the last time that I was so overwhelmed by the greatness, the brilliance of something, that I gasped aloud. Nowadays, we take so much for granted. So often we are blasé, unnoticing and even sometimes uncaring about the world and what goes on around us. We very rarely feel amazed, although we seem to use that word amazing more frequently than ever. In our Bible, in Psalm 65, the psalmist says, The whole earth is filled with awe at your wonders. Where morning dawns, where evening fades, you call forth songs of joy. You care for the land and water it. You enrich it abundantly. God is great, but have we forgotten Do we need to remind ourselves of that great, enormous, amazing, creative power? Further on into our Bible, the reaction to Jesus is also often one of awe and wonder. Have a listen to this story from chapter 5 of Luke's Gospel. One day, Jesus was teaching and Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem and the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralysed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves, Who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? You can forgive sins. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, Why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven or get up and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. 
So he said to the paralysed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. Immediately he stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, We have seen remarkable things today. And then move further on and into the Acts of the Apostles, which I really think should be called the Acts of the Apostles as enabled by the Holy Spirit, where in chapter 2 we read, They devoted themselves to the Apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the Apostles. God as Father and Son and Spirit, or as Creator and Redeemer and Sustainer, truly is great. When we see what God has done and is doing, then we are struck with awe and wonder. But this greatness is not manifest only in large and grand displays, but also in very many small things. In fact, almost everything that God does is small in nature, Because it's you and me who provide the hands for this work to happen. And we don't do very much, do we? The most power I have over nature is to cut the grass, and maybe to do some weeding. I've never cured anyone of anything, although maybe sometimes some words from me have helped someone feel better about themselves. And I'm pretty sure that I've never performed any wonders or signs. But what we do do as we attempt to follow the Jesus way is important and does matter. God fills us with grace. It's then up to us to share it. And every time we do, then God's kingdom becomes a little more real, a little more present in the world. And all those small things do add up to something amazing. I'm sure of it. So here's a challenge for the week ahead. There are four simple steps to take. Step one, make the time to notice the amazing creative power of God all around you. Let yourself be overwhelmed with awe and wonder. God is great. Step two, remind yourself that God walked the earth in the person of Jesus Christ and that we are called to walk the Jesus way ourselves. Step 3. Commit to one small action, one single act of sharing God's grace in some way or other. And finally, step 4. Simply be aware that together we are building God's mighty kingdom. That's it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to support it financially, then head on over to www 
www.patreon.com and search for Rev David.